Readers to cover my ass where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we only judge a book by its cover. And we find ourselves once more amid the. Whoa! Are you What are you supposed to say to it? I'm fine. I'm just. I'm on one of the hebdomadaries that we mentioned last week. Hey ho, Silver? No. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, do you remember how I was talking about how I was going to be a good good library naturalist and, and just observe them in the field? Like. That's just not my style. No, I see you went into the taming them, putting a jacket over their back to get them used to your scent, and now yes. you've like yeah, yeah, actually yeah. managed to get on top of one. Yeah, kind yeah, of I've made to a, rub I've made you little... off against one of the bookshelves. I, I, I can't quite tell what the what the deal is. I mean, they are these seven humped, headless, legless creatures. Yes. So I, I, don't, I don't fully completely They're understand. Kind of shambling I, along. I, I'm kind of I'm kind of digging it. So I've rearranged some of the cabinets right in order to make yeah. a, a sort of a, a little paddock. Yes, I right. Noticed. It's only it's only temporary. Hey, Good. Uh, you put British literature next to friends' romanticism, and that no, really won't do. Only briefly, and I noticed some some sizzling, ah. uh, and so I put time travel literature in in between them. No. And that seems to have calmed both of them down. Well, it's usually confusing enough to uh, keep them on their toes. Or yeah, but speaking toes. speaking yeah. of confusing. I've noticed that as soon as I physically move one of the uh, racks, yeah. like the numbers on the side change between blinks. Like, is oh. that supposed to happen? Mm, I think they're pretty much self-numbering. The it's Dewey useful, Imperial system is, yeah. is really quite quite brilliant. It's kind of like the system they use in certain supermarkets nowadays with, like, a, a dynamic pricing. What? And they have little LCD displays instead of, like, price tags on the uh, shelves. See, I've, I've been in this library for uh, 61 weeks now, so has the world plunged into an even deeper pit of capitalist nightmare? Yes. Yeah, okay. It's, well, well, it's, it's more, it's, it's more like sliding slope. That way, it's, wasn't it's it? kind yeah, of like... It always is. One of those coin collecting things with a black hole type thing in the middle, and we're kind of like swerving around the capitalist drain right now. Ah, and hoping that we just, if we orbit fast enough, but no, we no, might. Yeah, if, if we get lucky, we might get knocked out by a bigger coin, but unlikely. <laughs> yeah, which is kind of appropriate for for this week's book. So let me just. Uh, uh, I should probably like read some horse books and try and come up with some proper terminology for like putting away one of these hebdomadaries. Oh, uh, I think it's called. Um, What's it called? Stable them. Stable. Yeah, it's hobbling. hobbling. Yeah, no, hobbling is when you tie the front legs together so that they can't move too fast. Oh, that doesn't seem yeah possible with dromedaries. I mean, I can't even tie them to anything because there's no like it just slides off the hump. They're these headless, legless creatures that sort of wobble around. Um, well, in that case, the fencing will probably do for the time being, unless they manage to so. lose their way out underneath one of the shelves. You know, it's quite a comfortable ride. Unless uh, it's trying to rub you off against French literature. I don't know that it knows where it's going. I mean, it doesn't have eyes. And well, no, but that doesn't make it any better for you. Yes, and we did have the like the perfect transition previously. So let's go go back to that. Like yes. the the the. What was it? Something what about was that? What was that great? Some, something about this week's book. Yeah, there was something about this week's book previously that was just such a uh, such a great. Me- oh yeah, the capitalist nightmare. That was the one. Yeah. So what do we have in store for our readers this week? This week's book is by Christopher Stashev. It's called Her Majesty's Wizard. Yes, and if you look down at your podcasting device, you should should be seeing the cover of today's book. And if not, you can check the show notes uh, for an image and a link, or you can go to covermyasscast.com, where the image should also be gracing your screen, and it will also be attached to this week's Twitter post uh, ah, announcing yes. the new episode. That's covermyasscast at twitter.com and I keep I keep somehow making everything into an email address, don't I? That's, <laughs> yes, that's, that's I not... think it's just at cover my ass cast. Yes, that's right. <laughs> and on this on this cover, we find I mean, it's one of the more straightforward 
covers that we've done. It of, is. Of There's like either Her Majesty or it might be one of the... Oh, we'll get to that later. Yes. But, yeah. Uh, and, of course, the person on the right, it has to be the wizard. Yeah. Which so is... We have, we have a purple, a purple gown-clad uh, young woman, flaxen hair, and regarding her is a swarthy, red-bloused gentleman in, in, in cocky black yes. pants. Uh, smacking the back of a giant lizard. You wouldn't believe how many kids you can fit in one of these. <laughs> Whoa! <laughs> well, you know, yeah. it's like... Well, it's, it's you won't used, believe it's, how many orphans this fucker can eat. Yeah, it's yeah. like it's okay. the used car salesman vibe that I'm getting from this guy. Was yes, this, because... The court wizard has a side business selling used dragons, but his carefree hustling days are numbered once he accidentally fulfills a tragic princess's prophecy and discovers fate has not only a cruel sense of humor, but also the tax department on speed dial. Yeah. I love that it's a, the, the, the very clear quotation marks around used dragons. <laughs> I think in the book they're referred most of the time as gently used dragons. <laughs> yeah. Only had one owner and yeah, yeah she was on, a little on, old lady. Only who, took her reigning on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So th- that's the that's the patter that we that we start with from uh, the court wizard, lazy sweet Larold. Oh yes. Well, he does have the like seventies porn stash, I guess, a, yeah, and the little golden chain, which I I can't quite make it out in the. But he's got quite some like it, it dark looks, curly tufts in his cleavage, yeah, and it looks like he's got like a dollar symbol on that Doesn't on that he? little uh, thing. And, and when he's at court, he wears those those cool flared uh, pantaloons. And don't forget the loafers that he's clearly uh, yes the the, the, the comfortable but yes <laughs> those are fucking loafers, aren't they? Apparently, the cover was done by Daniel R. Horn. Horny? Well, it's not got any at the end, so... Okay, so then it's Horn. (laughs) I know. (laughs) But it's funnier if you say it like that. I once... I have a friend named Horn, and on the occasion of the anticipated birth of his first uh, child, he petitioned his wife whether he could call the upcoming male child Maximus, but she, like the rest of us, observed that, yes, Maximus Horn is a porn name. That is, in fact, a porn name. So I think think Daniel Horn... Horn, yeah, okay, well, you know. Ornay, maybe he's, uh, maybe Hor- Daniel Ornay, yeah. Daniel R. Horny. They definitely did a good job, on I the, think. On, on I the mean, su- a- yeah, on the subject of peculiar names, yes. uh, it's like there's this man who, like his wife, uh, one of those tragic stories where... Uh, oh, another one. When this wife gave uh, a birth in the cab on the way to the hospital, mm-hmm. and so he named the kid Carson. Oh, oh no! Okay, yes. the The names in this story, I, I did think were were kind of telling because the other people that we have on this uh, uh, on this cover. Oh, there's well, only one person. The other ones, well, dragon are dragon people individuals. Yeah. So we have the uh, the violet gowned uh, uh, Princess Ponzi. Mm. She's always scheming. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's. Uh, uh, I mean, she 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 does live in the royal pyramid. Yes, there you uh, go. which is their 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 curiously shaped palace that has a sort of odd tax construction. But the, the royalty lives at the top floor, and everybody else kind of contributes. And well, I think it's like one of those food pyramid things, you know, where you like you want to, you want oh, to, you only yeah. want a little bit of the top, and the, then like the good stuff, and then you need more towards the bottom. What's the regular food pyramid? I think that's well, the original one was. Is it like I is think, it like fat protein? I think fat carbohydrate. I mean, it, it, it's obviously in great or sugar, need of sugar, fat, protein, probably yeah. carbohydrates. Uh, oh, then where's vegetables? Oh, oh the no, carbs, I guess. Yeah, no, the vegetables is right at the bottom where you should like have the most of. So yes, the bottom is uh, vegetables and fruits. So starting at the bottom, yeah, vegetables yeah. and fruits. Then it's like wholemeal cereals and breads, potatoes, pasta, rice, and okay. it's milk, yogurt, and cheese. Then meat, poultry, fish, eggs, and the top is fats, spreads, and oils. So which of those could you live on? Exclusively, I think you would have to go with the fruits and vegetables one. 
Yeah, if yeah, if that yeah. includes nuts, which are also quite fatty. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, no, I'm, because if you're if you're being straight up, yeah. I mean, aren't aren't nuts like way fattier than most meats? Um, pound for pound, perhaps. Yes, but I mean, there's uh, a lot of calories in nuts. Yeah, exactly. I mean, what, I believe what is a couple of handfuls of cashew nuts and a red bell pepper should completely cover your nutritional needs. Wow, that is extraordinary. I mean, I love cashews; they're like, like delicious. But uh, yes, yes, agreed. Yeah, red bell pepper for your mm, vitamins and minerals. I suppose I'm, so. I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a slut for macadamias, but oh, uh, they do play up on the I think on the mac- old macadamias are a little bit too fatty for my taste. Mm. Yeah. Well, I, I have a slight allergy to peanut oil, and, and macadamia right. also trigger that, but sometimes it's worth it. Sometimes I like oh, okay. pop an antihistamine and have myself uh, some sort a of little bit, A little bit of treat. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, I mean, like and and speaking of like indulging in things that aren't really good for you, I mean, that's kind of the style in the court of the royal family of Ponzi. That's, mm-hmm. that's why they attracted lazy sweet Larold, who, I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't really do much... Like well, what we would call magic, he seems to have a good control over dragons. Uh, very much so. Like that thing that the court appreciates him the most for is he's he's rather a wizard with numbers, particularly oh yes, money. It always seems to work when he's giving his presentation with his yes, exactly. And that's like about the most magic we will see from him is like when he's like doing his presentation. He's got this uh, beautiful projection type thing on the walls. Like yes, he, he has a magic lantern. Uh, yes, the power word point seems to be his uh, most uh, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> most useful spell. <laughs> Emanating from his point of power, that's right. Uh, yeah, where where he, he, he presents these very convincing pictures of, of the country's economy yeah, always to justify like new taxes or restrictions on, on payouts to, and, to soldiers yeah, or whatever. And more money to his department, really. It seems to be like not only tolerated but, but gladly exploited by the royal family of, of the nation of Ponzi yes. um, who appreciate him not just as the court wizard but an expert in coin cleansing. The, the, the kingdom has done its own coin minting type thing. Yes. And of course, like always, like, like the same thing that you had in, in the United Kingdom. Sort of, oh, yeah. Yeah. Great Britain before then, when they were still nominally operating on a gold standard. I believe it was in Newton's time, where there was. Whoa, okay, so yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, when you had the gold sovereigns, I think they were called at the time. It was technically a fiat currency, but it was still made from gold. Okay. And the, the idea was that the coin actually still had the right value of. Uh, oh, uh, of, it was worth as much as it claimed to be worth. Exactly. At if you time. melted it down for the metals. Yes. Right. However, okay. uh, oh. due to imperfections in the manufacturing process, some coins were a little heavier than others. Oh, no. So the wizard has his little side business where he is taking all the coins that come in and he's weighing them. And the yes. ones that are underweight are put back into circulation because they have a fiat worth. Yes, yes, that's and right. And the ones that are slightly overweight... Are cleaned very thoroughly. And then melted down. Very, and very like thoroughly cleaned. And sold as uh, pure gold or even filed down a little bit. Although, of course, there's security measures to prevent it. Exactly that, which is why the the ridges inside of a coin were originally formed. Ah, yes, so these, this you can tell if it's been like these, ground yeah, or These shade. days they are, they're used for identification purposes, especially for uh, visually impaired people, so yes, they can actually yes. easier tell which coin they're, they're holding. But the origin of those ridges is to make sure that like nobody could have been oh. like, filing off the edges to get themselves a little bit of gold. But if you melt down the entire coin, then you don't have that problem. And then you can uh, separate it into its constituent metals. How, what, a, what a cool thing for a feature that, that started out having a particular use, uh, preventing... Uh, yeah coin grinding becoming useful for for helping like 
I understand that this is a problem for visually impaired people in uh, the United States. All bills have the same size. Yes. So you have to, like, receive an envelope of a known value and then, like, mark them yourself by by folding them a certain way. Well, that makes sense. Whereas the euros are all just different sizes. Yeah, you can tell from the size whether or not you're... uh Dealing. Oh, hello. It's our little librarian. Oh, the little librarianess. A, uh, oh, you're covered in, in hebdomadary fur, darling. Oh, dear. Now she knows how it feels to be covered in someone else's fur. <laughs> uh, not such a problem with, uh, uh, with dragons. Although scaling season is just a bit of an annoying That's thing. not a thing, is it? Well, it's like I mean, snakes shed their skin. I suppose dragons do the same thing. Oh, my thing. goodness. Can you imagine? I can, unfortunately. What? Okay, which part are you imagining? Finding a, a huge, like, hollowed-out yes. dragon skin or watching a dragon trying to back out of its skin? Both. Oh, look, have you seen a snake? Yes. Like, okay, you've, so you've to, seen that. I used to have a housemate who kept snakes, remember? I've, That's right. I've seen the process up close. And you had a housemate who kept rats. Yes. What good At friends the same they time. were for... A while, a week or two. Yeah, yeah. I mean there was a, there was a there was a useful detente, much as there is between uh, uh, lazy sweet Larold and the Ponzi's, uh, who turn a little blind eye to his uh, side hustle trying to sell these used Gen- dragons. Gen- gently used dragons. Oh, that's that's yes. right. His latest gently used dragon is a Tobashi, mm-hmm. named for his ability to just to just fly away. There are some, yes, no, flying over your head. I see the gesture that you're making. There are some economy students who I'm sure will appreciate it because in the, in, in the real world, this is a scheme that was used by, uh, uh, I being a photographer know about uh-huh. this, Olympus. Yes. Uh, the Olympus Corporation was, was found guilty of siphoning off like about $2 billion worth of their own sort of profits yeah. in order to pay off debts and losses that yeah. they, they'd concealed. Okay. And, and So it's about making money disappear to cover okay. losses that you didn't report. Oh, okay. It's fraudulent behavior towards your shareholders. Oh, yes. It's yeah. immensely fraudulent. Because at first, first you withheld losses and now you're withholding profits and you're hoping that nobody And you're doing noticed. both simultaneously. And you're like hoping nobody of noticed. those yeah. are... Yeah, exactly. You're hoping nobody notices because they're going to cancel each other out and it's like, if we reported it, then it would have worked out just fine in the long end. But it would have been bad in both cases because yeah. people would not have invested so much. And if they had invested, they would get a bigger uh, return on that investment right. because their profits were. No, but no. it's like I can see how the reasoning model. And who did that? The Tobashi uh, company? It was Olympus, but Tobashi oh, means yes, you said fly away. Oh, okay. Because that's what, what money does. It just sort of flies it, it's away. Just like, yes. But so it's kind of an appropriate name for a dragon. We see him on the cover trying to sort of show off to Princess Ponzi, who's become rather interested in what the coin cleanser is doing on a, with, yeah. with, with, with those dragons. He's clearly trying to uh, offload Tobashi, who's been with him a little too long. Well, it's like used car salesmen do. It's like, you know, the car's been sitting around in the lot. You know, it's yeah. been eating up uh, it's capital. It's priced to move. And I guess used dragon salesmen have the same problem. It's like you put in an order with the uh, with the company and they, they, they send you a bunch of models that they can't uh, get on especially yeah. when you're getting new into the business like the, the importer just sends you a bunch of cars that they haven't been able to get rid of and yeah good like, luck yeah good luck now, now meet your targets yeah so here he is doing his spiel like what kind of dragon do you see yourself in today being a princess and, he says and, well i'd rather not see myself in any dragon but... okay what sort of a dragon do you see you well, see in you no 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 he cuts himself off oh. there uh, and he realizes that tobashi probably isn't going to be it i mean you can see how tobashi is sort of intrigued glaring at her. Like, that's not eye contact that he's making with her. Like, that's that's straight for the, the décolleté well, of, of her gown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's tongue sort of snaking out there. Is so 
There's a suggestion. Oh, I mean, there's, okay. there's not a tongue, but there there should kind of be a tongue. Yes, I mean, you can you can see why. And he's like, like, look at these horns. They've been recently filed. They're all down to spec. And this upholstery. I mean, it's it's dragon scale. scales. Just they're, they're smooth. Feel that. Recently shed uh, skin. Can so you're you not going to have that Imagine yourself on here, ah. astride, riding into battle. Well, then, considering those spikes he's got on his back, it doesn't look like a particularly comfortable ride. This dragon uh, says Princess Ponzi. But mm. of course, Larold has, is uh, sort of smooth that over. You know what? You know what? You're right. You're right. I mean, throwing a saddle for like, just a small markup. Yeah, I just need to. I just need to talk to my liege, <laughs> which she is, strangely enough. But yes, yeah, she does point that out. I mean, she's no. She's no pushover. This princess. No, Ponzi. no, no. I mean, she knows how to like hustle herself. So he says, you know what? Maybe this just isn't the isn't the dragon for, for you. you. I've got I've got two others. They're they're, they're fluffier. Uh, they're they're considered extremely extremely unreasonably valuable, uh, and I've named them Bubbles and and Dot Com. <laughs> Um, who, who? Oh, you, you just can't. You just, you, you just won't believe what they're capable of. Yeah, they, what are they capable just, of? Oh, fucking anything, anything. Yeah, they'll, they're natural hoarders. They yeah. will just like they will attract money. Literally attract money. You can uh, go flying them, and it will come flying up to you. Exactly. It's like, do you remember how I sold your mother those golden retrievers? They retrieved gold. <laughs> I did it for us. <laughs> <laughs> so Princess Ponzi is not there to buy dragons. No, she is there to, to figure out what's going on. I mean, she's noticed the numbers going wrong. Uh, yes, because that's our job. Yes, thank you very much. As we, yeah, as we say here in the Netherlands, geld moet rollen, money must roll. Yeah, preferably my way. You know, <laughs> uh, uphill when you live in a giant pyramid. Well, preferably, yes, which is a little bit, a little which bit complicated. Means it needs a little bit of help to do to get that going normally. And so, lazy sweet Larold is completely, uh, uh, completely floored when she. She reaches into her décolleté and and withdraws the evidence of his various schemes because she has his secret document, the Panama Parchments, Yes. On which I still wonder how she managed to get that entire scroll down her décolleté. But you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, there is nothing that I can say in this tone of voice that I won't edit out. No, very good. Now. Lazy Sweet Larold is, of course, uh, uh, terribly panicked at this point, so he does the only thing that he knows how to do, which is try and sell a dragon. He just triples down on it. He draws back out Tobashi and he goes, he okay, pulls well... pulls out all the, like, bottom shelf he'll take. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Yeah. No, you're right, you're right. You know your business way too well. I'm going to knock some off the price. I mean, he does have a dodgy, like, like anterior wing humorous. Uh, uh, but I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll try and get some, like, I'll try and repair his caudal spade. Do you know what a caudal spade is? It's, it's like the... Yeah. yeah. Tail spade? Tails, tails yeah, little... yeah, that's that, that's excellent. Yeah, I'm gonna file down his halluxes. Do you know what halluxes are, darling? No, the, the horns. Oh, good guess, good yeah. guess, sweetheart. But actually, like it's the it's the rear facing claws. Oh. Those are the the, the halluxes. Isn't that yeah. called a dew claw? That's on mammals. Oh, okay, mammals have a dew claw, and that's a and that's a toe that's just moved up. Yeah, it's basically uh, a thumb that that's gone up to sort of. Yeah, oh. yeah. But on on like dragons, obviously they're not they're not mammals, so we call it a, a halux okay. because it's a, it's actually a rear facing thing. I did not know that. And, like, she's not terribly impressed by all of this, but as her eyes are glazing over and she's waiting for a moment to confront him with this, mm. she remembers what the old spinster woman told her. The prophecy yeah. of, the, of, the, of the spinning wheel mm. where 
Now, I think that that old spinster lady was just maybe just a little bit high and just saying some bullshit. Well, as they tend to be. I mean, like, she was pickled in sherry for about 15 years, so that <laughs> makes about sense. And so she remembers uh, 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 the, the prophecy, the dragons will threaten the pyramid. Ooh, yes. Which is going through her mind as she sees uh, uh, Larald, like, just reciting and mumbling about all the various features and just naming lower and lower numbers to try and distract her. And, and she remembers the second portion of the three-part prophecy. Yeah. The second portion, which is even more, like, appropriate, the princess of the star will seduce the wizard of coins. And Who she could goes be like, the wizard of coins? coins? Well, yeah. I mean, the reader, obviously, is, like, getting whacked around the head with the obvious clues here at this point in time. But the princess kind of doesn't catch it. Although maybe she... I guess she doesn't know, yeah. yes, about lazy sweet Larald's... Larald, uh, coin yes, please. This, this is a yeah. formal occasion. Yes. <laughs> Not not Larry Larald. Yes. yes, that's right. I mean, she does start to notice the firm way that his shoulders fill out his red blouse, and she opens her décolleté just a little bit more to let some air in, wafting yeah. herself with the Panama parchment. And she's heard the prophecy, and she goes like, I am not going to give in to it. I need to get out of here. Because so he is she... fulfilling my, my spinster prophecy. Exactly. And so she decides to buy the dragon, which, of course still technically fulfills the prophecy. Because she yes. goes, like, as long as I don't give in to his manly charms, I'm, like, I'm sidestepping the prophecy. But, of course, like, being seduced into buying the dragon, yes, as far exactly. as the prophecy is concerned, is Prophecies are sneaky, good. aren't they? Yeah, prophecies are a bitch. It's like, <laughs> like the Russian space program. <laughs> yes, like whatever you, you hit, you call the target. Exactly. Yes. And the t- prophecy goes, like, gotcha! Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Like, she goes home with uh, a Tobashi. Uh, Tobashi. Leering after her. He's not a great dragon. He's she not. would have probably been happier with Bubbles and Dotacom. At least you can take them for a good ride, as long as you get off on time. Oof. What? What? Oh, that's right. Oh, okay, okay. So, no, it sounded like a, it sounded like you were making a dirty a dirty joke uh, thing. But in me? fact, you were... No, I know. Moi? I know. <laughs> a dirty joke. And there's like, I mean, there's a little bit of an ominous sign when you see like, when, okay, when you see, don't see, when you describe the silhouette of uh, Tobashi perching on the pyramid with his claws to the setting yeah. sun. And it's like the, that this, was kind this of dark ominous, silhouette it? that we see from the dragon. Prophecy triggered, disaster, well... Called down, not averted. What's the yes, because, of averted? Yes, I mean, like so now the, now the pyramid is threatened, yeah. and she's been seduced by the Wizard of Coins. And, like, what's now supposed to happen? Next day in the Kingdom of Ponzi, uh, up shows a character by the name of Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus. Zacchaeus, I suppose it is. Which anybody who's familiar with the Bible enough should recognize as the tax collector who was like oh. uh, whom Jesus went into the house with. I think it's a, a nice little touch of the name uh, That's names, namesake yeah. here. Which yeah. Who shows up and he's like a new little hire in the Ponzi pyramid which is uh, <laughs> yes. and he starts like running a clergyman. A clergyman a who starts, clergy, yeah. starts running through lazy sweet Larold's it's numbers. Larold's to my friends. Larold's Larold. Hazy Hazy Sleet. Wow. Hazy Sleet Harold? No. <laughs> the joke is right there. You don't I need to run circles around it every time. <laughs> oh, okay. One can try. Um, <laughs> and uh, it starts to figure out what, what is actually going on. That it's, He's not making money of selling his dragons. He's making money of like doing the coin shaving thing, basically. Uh, and yes, he, the, he, it's part of his coin cleansing operation. Yeah, he just needs to get as much money moving through him so he can weigh as many of the coins he can and like make sure that yes. he, he gets the good ones. The sheer scale of the operation. Yes. And, um, the dragon pun. Yeah, no, I got it. Okay, it's like, no. uh, <laughs> yeah. Our good Zacchaeus goes up and uh, Princess Ponzi and uh, goes like, hey, do you know what I figured out? He 
he's figured out the uh, the how, point of of Laurel's power. That's the one, uh, and <laughs> yeah. uses that to uh, give his own uh, presentation to the princess. Now she's in a very conflicted position, of course. I mean, she still has the parchments of Panama stuffed down her stuffed down her bosom. Is, yes, she knows quite a lot of this already and like how much of this does she want to uh, get out into the open the decision is very easily made take the wizard and you nail him to the cross you know you pin everything on the wizard and once Zacchaeus makes this makes this uh, yeah. a proposal like she said ah yes this is what we're going to do right and uh, scapegoat so, goat yes, scape exactly basically the auditing company of Fink and Co gets brought in <laughs> to have a look at this and like they're basically tax uh, not, not, not tax collectors but like uh, how do you they're call tax, them tax, tax filers sort of tax connect- romanticists yes and they're mostly to say. like we're not satisfied until you're not satisfied. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the, uh, the the kingdom of Ponzi, while initially very worried that this might uh, uh, draw scrutiny on their own practices, now see an opportunity. Yeah, we, to, didn't, we didn't know anything. The wizard did it all. Uh, we're yes, going to like that beautiful that beautiful universal never fails apology. Uh, I was horribly misinformed, mm-hmm. and this issue will be looked into with the, with the greatest diligence. Thank you for bringing it to our attention. Here is a we, fuck ton of money. We are looking just into for it. you. Yes. Yeah, and make this problem make it go, go away. away. Yes, pin it all like saddle, saddle, sweet Laurelled uh, with the rest of these debts. Yes, uh, I mean just make it their, make it their, th- make it their problem. Yes, and like with every tax problem, there is a simple, straightforward, uncomplicated, and wrong solution. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Uh, uh, and and as he's uh, as he's being dragged away, Lazy Sweet Laurel actually claws his way back from uh, the precipice of of ruin when he makes a suggestion so profoundly useful to Fink and Co that they immediately decide to hire him on, from the from the Ponzi. Yeah. Uh, his suggestion, of course, being that all of Fink and Co's fees are deductible but still taxing. Uh, yes. Everyone is happy. They Everyone man- they is man- richer. They managed to get him to turn around. All the evidence kind of points somewhere else, and it was not really anybody's fault. What a, like, what a he gets off with time served and a like community service, which he gets to serve with Fink and Co. Yes, and it's just like yeah, I think it's a big metaphor for basically corruption in modern day society. Where he's you never have, punished. He's never he's punished. Never punished. Like, because the only people who are real victims are, are the taxpayers. Course, are the people of Ponzi yeah. who their taxes end up paying for everything. And it's, we and we close. With, with Princess Ponzi sort of dreamily thinking about how everything works out when you're just rich enough, everything will always work out for you because so much money like orbits you and yeah, uh, that everyone wants to scoop it up. And we, we see her drifting off to uh, a dreamless slumber, reciting the words of the, the spinster woman and finishing the prophecy uh-huh. to her and our great confusion. So the dragons will threaten the pyramid. Well, they certainly did. Yeah. Uh, and the princess of the star will seduce, seduce the, the wizard of coins. coins. When the dog planet comes? Mm. Yeah. So uh, I, I kind of wonder what... And there was a question mark. I don't like it when prophecies when, have question marks in them. No, when the I dog mean, planet comes? Prophecies are supposed to know shit, not like be like... They're still supposed to be ambiguous. And like, uh, the word coming is a little bit ambiguous, but well, hey... I don't know. Are, planets, planets don't tend to come, or at least if they do, they do so very regularly. So... Orbital oh, mechanics. okay, no, orbital mechanics, okay, good. <laughs> okay, good. I mean, unless it's volcanic activity, but, like, you know, maybe that could be construed. As... <laughs> Isn't that more like acne? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, you've got, like, short, only... outbursts, and you've got the long, <laughs> gratuitously flowing ones. Like, like, I mean, the last one on Kilauea took, like, seven months or something, like six oh, months yeah, of continuous. Yeah, like, yeah uh... it was a bit of a drizzler. <laughs> Lord, okay. 
Okay, so what do we? What do we? How are we going to rate this book? Well, we're dealing with dragons, pyramid, gold, silver, bronze. Oh, gold, silver. Well, that's a that's a Western way to look at things. Uh, true, like, but that's the the one that we have accessible. I mean, to, yeah, the it? alternative is like earth, wind, fire, and you know, water. Water is like, that a traditional well, one? Or the the white, I mean, are they hey, are green. they humor dragons? Humor dragons. The blood phlegm, uh, oh, those humor. yellow that bile, kind of black Sorry, bile, I and I thought you meant comedy, stand up comedy, jizz. and oh, oh. No, I mean, it, is is a, it, is, it is a humor, I suppose. It certainly is. Uh, well, I mean, the, you've got the Chinese dragons, which come in green, white, and red. Ah, uh, yes. To so, so, so jade. Oh, yeah, mahjong. Yeah. So red is what is it? Red is like party and war, and white well, is the red, the, funeral. The, the, I red, the, red, the, the symbol for the red dragon is the same symbol as it is for China, which is the kingdom of the middle, which is the the kind of like rectangle oh, okay. with the with the with the upright line to it. That's oh, it's been the, so long since I played my. So own. that's the and the, the. But I do I do believe that like jade green stands for enlightenment. Yeah, fat is the fat. 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 Oh, yeah, yeah. the Chinese word, word fat. fat. Okay, yeah. sorry. Uh, yes, and then the I thought white. we were returning to the food pyramid. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, and the white one is just a blank tile, which I always liked. It's just. Oh yeah. Well, because he's. I mean, it's death, right? It's, it's a morning color. color. It is a morning color. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so like it's just gone. I mean, like we can make it complicated. We can we can like grade it green. This out is of... cover my ass. Complicated <laughs> is where we go. So <laughs> we're grading it green out of gold on a scale of bronze to gold. We'll grade it green. <laughs> yeah. That, that's yes. going to make absolutely good sense. And, like, and speaking of ratings, if you look down at your podcasting device, you should should be seeing some kind of star. Oh, the Princess of the Star. <gasps> maybe that's it. So hit that star button if that's on your screen right now. And maybe it's a heart button. And otherwise, just leave a review, but preferably for an episode you haven't listened to yet, because that's just, that's just fun. And just, like, make up a review. And speaking of episodes that we haven't listened to yet and books that we haven't read yet, like, what do we have in store for our reader next yes. week? Next week's book is by Judy Shantlin. Beauty fades, dumb is forever. <laughs> True word for never spoken. And that about covers it. Thank you for joining us at Cover My Ass, where baffling books are reviewed but not read by yours truly. My name is Kaki. And I'm Kay. And remember, we, we only, only judge a book by its cover. Ooh, get along, little doggy. Come on, come on. Do you want to, you want to ride one of these hydrometers with me? Giddy up. It's, it's like motion sickness. It's more like sea sickness. It's the, it's the motion of the ocean, baby. Like you're going to sort of ride yeah, a wave. Okay, so you see it's, it's sort of turning. It's more the motion of the ocean and of the flow of the not the pronunciation of the bottle. The flu of the ooze and the bottle of the ocean. <laughs>